You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your grief flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous, me at Cartoon Therapy. If you haven't subscribed to the show, subscribe. If you write a review, write a review. If you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where I give total strangers my unprofessional advice. You could send me an email uh, at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. There's a Reddit page. I forget to advertise it all the time. Um, Some guys who were on my show started it. Uh, A lot of times people after they're on my show go onto that Reddit page and talk to guests or people who write in and they answer their questions. So if you want to go discuss the podcast, go to the Reddit and it's a discuss strictly anonymous podcast, I think. I don't know. Google it. You'll find it. Um, Anyway, I'm like, how bad is that that I don't even know and I bring it up and then I don't, I can't even tell you where to go. (laughs) Anyway. Today I'm on a guy named Dave, and Dave is uh, has a major cuckold fantasy. He li- he's lived out his cuckold fantasy before, but uh, he happens to be married to a woman now who's not interested in it. Meaning he did bring it up. It's not like he doesn't sort of let his freak flag fly. His wife knows that he wants this, but she's not into it at all. She's got a lot of concerns about like sort of, you know, going down that path, which I think, you know, we discussed those concerns. I think we could all understand why someone would be concerned. Um, the other thing that goes on with him that we talk a lot about is the fact that he's very bi. His wife kind of knows a little bit about it, but she doesn't really know that he still sees guys. We talk about that whole aspect and that whole secret side of his life, um, as well as what went down uh, when he first got into cuckolding. Like he had a relationship with a really open-minded woman who, uh, and they both experienced a lot of things together. That's where like all this stuff sort of came out and he was able to get into it uh, and live it out for real. And he's missing that and he has the desire to sort of live it out. At the end, I, I think I give him some good advice of how to maybe sort of nudge his wife along to maybe consider the whole cuckold thing. Because like I said, they have talked about it, and she, but she has some fears and uh, you'll find out what those are. You'll find out the advice that I give him and you'll hear about, all about like all the cuckolding sort of situations he's been in and how he first hooked up with guys and what he does with guys and all that good stuff. So anyway, I'll be right back on with Dave. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Dave. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you doing today or tonight? I'm, gr- I'm great. How are you? I'm good. So you uh, 
wrote in and you have like a little bit of a secret life going on, right? You're married now, but like your wife knows that you're bi, right? And your your secret is that you kind of fuck around with guys on the side. Not kind of, you do, right? Uh, Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Now, I know that you said you have relationships with women, too. Do you do that as well behind your wife's back, or is that something you did in the past? I I did that in the past. That's happened uh, a couple times in the last few years, but not much. Right. But when you're while you've been married and that's like a secret thing as well. Correct. Okay, so you cheat on her with men and women you have. Now, your wife knows that you're bi, right? Yeah. and, but you have, but other than that, and she thinks she assumes that you did all this like before you guys got together, right? She doesn't, yeah. she doesn't know about any kind of, I mean, she would be surprised to hear that you are out with other people. I mean, like, do you guys do kinky things be, with each other or is it no. like very vanilla kind of sex with it, her? It's, it's really vanilla. It is. And how long you guys been married for? Uh, about 10 years. And and so now I know that you did also say before you were with her, you had a relationship with somebody and you guys did do interesting things together. Right. Like that's where you lived out. You're like you have a cuckold fantasy, right? That's correct. And did you live that out with that? Was that the first person that you did that with? Yes, it was. And that's when you got it. Now, how did that come up in that relationship? Was that just a girlfriend of yours? And how long were you with her? And how did it come up between you guys? Let's see. I was with her maybe five years. Mm-hmm. And she was pretty open-minded. And we, we could um, share kinky thoughts with each other. And I told her that I was bi. And I thought she probably wouldn't like it. But she did. She got really excited. And uh, in fact... When I told her that, she we were at a bar, and she went next door to a hotel and just like said, okay, wait a minute, and left. And I didn't know what was going on, and then she came back, and she, she had said that she told me that she went next door to the hotel and got a room because she got so turned on when I told her it was I was by. She wanted to go upstairs and fuck right away. Wow. That is crazy. And you had, let me ask you this though, but let's go a little bit before that, because when did you first realize you were bi and when did you start having experiences with guys? Late twenties. In your late twenties. And yeah. what was that for? Like, how did you first sort of take that dip into that a whole world? I started looking at porn online and getting in some chat rooms and talking to people and, met people that were open-minded and I don't exactly remember how it came up, but you know, some, some, at some point in being exposed to those chats and porn, yeah, I, I started thinking about sucking a cock or just what it'd be like to touch one and play with one. Right. Uh-huh. And then you eventually met somebody offline, like somebody that lived close by and like you guys hooked up. Somebody at the gym hit on me, a guy. And oh. so I met up with him a couple of times. That's interesting because how did he get the vibe that you were like even gay, right? Because you're like a, you you walk around probably like a hetero guy, right? Right. Yeah, he was in the, he, he saw me in the shower at the gym checking out other guys. Like the gym I went to kind of had semi-private stalls and sometimes guys would go in there and when they would wash, they'd spend like extra time like washing their cocks. So you, you're kind of stroking to get themselves a little hard so other guys will see 
And I was watching a guy do that, and he noticed that. And I didn't realize that he had noticed. And then later, after I got in the, uh, or I went out in the locker room and I dried off and I was getting ready to leave, he came up and gave me his business card. Oh. <laughs> and said, do you want to meet sometime? So I did. Right. And now, was he a good-looking guy? Like, was he your type? Did you know what your type was? Or were you just, like, horny for the fact that, like, oh, this is, like, the this is like a guy and you had never been with one and this was, like, your probably pent-up fantasy, right? Yeah, I didn't really have a type at that point. Um, he was a little bit older, which I guess turned out to be kind of my type. Uh-huh. Um, but it was really, I guess what was most intriguing was to be um, – of a sexual be uh, desirable to somebody kind of get that sexual validation in a sexual way from somebody openly expressing their desire, which really was not uh, something I'd really experienced much. Really? Even from men or women or even women? Yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. When did you lose your virginity to girl, to a girl, a girl? When I was 19. Okay. And now we're, when that time that that happened in the gym, were you dating anyone? Were you involved with anybody be like a woman at that point yeah i was okay so you have a girlfriend but this guy how old was the guy you were in your late you were in your late 20s how old was the guy he was probably 45 okay and so you're in a relationship this guy gives you the number like so you you call text him and like where do you meet up and what happens at that first meeting i don't know if it's your first and only but like what went down when you hooked up with him the first time Oh, let me think. It's we met. I guess we met for coffee, uh-huh. and it was um, we just met and chatted. And he said, "You, you know," I said I was really attractive and wanted to know if I would come over, wanted to come over to his house sometime. Uh-huh. And I, I, you know, I knew what that meant, so I said, "Sure, why not?" Right. So, so then we found a, a night where I was free, and I went over to his house, and he had a big house and a hot tub and we went out and we had a drink in the hot tub. And now do you know if he was married and his wife was out of town or was he like a gay guy? Like what was his deal? Do you know? He was gay. He was gay okay. and partnered. I think he'd been married to a woman before uh-huh. when he was younger and then um, decided to, he came out gay uh-huh. and they had a partner and he said he and his partner would, would cheat on each other and they finally realized that they needed to have an open relationship because they were both cheating so they thought well let's just be open about it yeah and so he was allowed to be doing what he was doing you were like fooling around with him behind your girl's back now what did you did you like i know that you in your email to me like you say like you like for someone to watch you suck cock and like that's like your thing and you've mentioned that on here is that is that all you do? Do you have penetration? Are you top or bottom? Like, did you figure this all out, like, with that guy, or did it come later on? No, it came came later on. I've tried bottoming a time or two, but uh, I can't really relax. Right. And so I, you've never actually been penetrated by a guy. The, the girlfriend that I was telling you about, the one that was into me being bi, she uh-huh. had a strap, a strap on, and she used to um, peg me with a strap on sometimes. And did you like it, it or you were? Yeah, I did. Right. It wasn't very big though. It was it was pretty narrow, so I, so I was able to relax enough to take that in. Right, but with a the guy, they're always a little bit bigger than the. It's right, so you could never really feel comfortable. But were, are you a top? No, not at all. 
Right. So just blowjobs is what you sort of like to do when you're with guys? Yeah. Right. So with that guys that you guys gave each other head and, and like how amazing was it or was it awkward? Like what was your first experience like? It was it wasn't awkward. It was just it was just different. It was new. Right. Mm-hmm. And just so we gave each other head. Yeah. And uh, he was kissing me and that was a new thing to kiss a guy. Um, but, but I got into that. Usually I'm not into kissing guys, but you know, sometimes, but he, that was okay kissing him. And then, uh, I went down on him in the hot tub and then he went down on me, but neither of us came. And then we went in the house and dried off and, and continued on his bed. Mm-hmm. And then did that, like, did you, did that turn into something like ongoing or was that a one and done kind of thing? I mean, you did, would I'm assuming you probably saw him at the gym again. <laughs> No. Yeah, I, I did. I was with him a couple times. I sucked his cock at his house a couple times. Uh-huh. And uh, and then there was one time in the gym, he came in my shower stall and got down on his knees and sucked my cock in the shower. Oh, no way. In the gym? During, like, yeah, gym the, hours? Yeah, there's the, there's semi-private stalls. There, You know, the in, pri- individual stalls, and then there's a curtain, a shower curtain you can pull across in front. We were, like, at the very back of the, the right, row of right, 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 showers. Right. Yeah, that was very naughty, right? That was probably part of the turn-on. Oh, God, yeah, that blew my mind. Right. It, it, I was really nervous, though. <laughs> I could imagine, but that's probably plays into it, right? I mean, the fact yeah. that you're nervous and whatever. So, and you're, I'm assuming your girlfriend never found out, but that's when you realized you were like, bye, right? When did you yes. realize you were into the whole cuckold thing? Because the cuckold, I always get a little confused about what it is. And what it means. But why don't you explain? Because I'm sure there's other people that are listening that are confused about exactly what that fantasy. When someone says, I want to be a cuckold or, you know, like what that means. Yeah, there's a lot of different meanings. And a, right? and a lot confusing. of people that uh, participate in cuckolding or just think about it have different views on what the definition is. But it's, yeah. you know, basically your woman is having sex with another man and you're either you don't know when she's cheating behind your back um, some people don't think that's cuckolding, but that's really the the origin origination of the cuckold term. Um, or then you you might be watching her, or listening to her, watching her on a video uh, on Facetime, or be present in the room watching her be fucked by another man. And mm-hmm. um, in some cases, the cuckolds participate, maybe being a an oral servant for both of them, one or both of them. Right. But this, there, ha, there is also the, uh, this humiliation thing that some people throw into that definition, right? Some people say that that's a big part of it, right? Is but yeah. then some people say that that's not. You know, is that a part of your fantasy? A little bit. In in some ways, to, if I were to be in a cuckold re- relationship and be humiliated, humiliated, it would feel like kind of a role play thing for me. I would get kind of a turn on. Normally, I wouldn't like humiliation. Right. In, in any other context. But in that context, where she's your girls with somebody else. And how is the humiliated di- humiliation dished out? Is it the humiliation of like seeing your wife like fuck someone else and make you watch her? That kind of a thing? Or like, is it that I don't know? Like how, how what's the humiliation aspect to it? Like, how does that play out? Well, they can. 
it can be very explicit or it can be it can be implicit. So yeah. just watching your wife be fucked is is a, it's more of an implicit thing. But yeah. uh, you know, some people like the play where it's more explicit, where they're you know telling the the man that he's you know not enough of a man, that he, his wife needs a bigger cock, right. or, or the you know the the bull or the the bull is the man that's fucking the wife. The bull or the wife or both, you know, one or both of them are telling the husband to to suck his cock, get it ready, or guide his cock into the wife's pussy, right? Or to or to uh, after they after they fuck, then to clean the cum up off both of them, right? And you and that's and I, I, like after that guy, did you have like numerous re, like hookups with guys before you met that open-minded girlfriend? A few, not a, not a lot, but some. Right. And then less than 10. So then you meet the girl, right? The new girl, the open minded one, and you start to have threesomes. And is that when you realize you're into the whole cuckolding thing? When you for the first time you see your fucking other guy and you're like, wow, that's really hot. Because I do believe like I, I when I first started doing my podcast is when I really realized that there's so many people out there, men and women that like to watch their partners bang other people right and when I first started doing it I would tell my friends like oh I had this guy on and he likes to watch his girl like all my guy friends would be like I would never want my per, you know my girl I wouldn't you know and but the more I talk to those people and the more I talk to people on my podcast I realize it's like a common thing but some people don't know that they like it until they actually experience it is that how it happened for you or did you know that it was something before and you asked that girl to do it or was it like when you first saw her fucking someone else? Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347 420 3579. That's 347 420 3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. It's it's a little I don't know, a little different than that. Um when when I first was getting online and chatting with people, Yahoo used to have these chat groups, and I got in a chat group when I decided I was bi, and it was uh, a chat group for women watching men suck cock, and that seemed seems and seems so much more interesting and more, more much more arousing to me than just uh, a man on man sucking cock. Oh, and interesting so, <clears throat> to know that it, the, the the aspect of the woman there watching. Yeah, and in some ways, it's it kind of heightened my my the validation I felt sexually by you know the woman being turned on by me sucking. Right, because you and said so, you didn't have that really a lot of that in your life. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then when I started dating this woman, I told her I was bi, and she we started talking about threesomes, and so then we had a few threesomes. We met some guys and she got really into watching both of us suck cock. And then there was one time we had a threesome and I was kind of stressed and I wasn't so much into it. 
So she and this guy fucked, and I just sat there and watched them. And that, and then it, you know, later, like, it just blew my mind. Like, oh my god, that was amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was that was before there was all this cuckolding stuff online. All this, you know, before cuckolding was such a well-known fetish that I didn't really know what the word for it was at the time. Right. That, or there, there maybe not even was a word for it. Right at that point, like I don't know, or yeah. was that word been around? Well, that that word's that word's been around since medieval times. Oh, right. Okay. But it, re- but it really, I think it's relatively new that it's become more widespread. Because when I was a like, in college and look at porn magazines, and nobody ever talked about that. You know, sometimes, you know, penthouse letters used to have stories about, you know, some couple met and the guy fucked the wife or something, but they never really talked about it at cuckolding or it was more of a threesome or something like that. It yeah, was straight up. Yeah, right. Exactly. It was just a straight up threesome. But they didn't sort of focus on that whole aspect of like liking. To, you know, watching somebody fuck someone else and being into it. And then I do believe that a lot of people think that there's that whole common eating the calm afterwards that has to be a part of that whole fantasy, right? Like some people think that that's what a cuckold is, right? But that doesn't necessarily have to be, right? No, that doesn't have to be. I mean, it's, it's you know, as, as many people as there are, that's that, there are probably that many variations on cuckolding. But for a lot of people, that is part of cuckolding. And that's part of almost always part of cuckolding porn, but you know, cuckolding porn is just like any other porn. It's so it's unrealistic and sensationalized and right. mm-hmm. not, not really representative of what it's really like. I'm sure in real life. Do we think that most are most people that are into the whole cuckold thing by, or could I, I, you know, because like, do you think the being bi adds to that? Because, you know, you like cock, right? And you like pussy. And so, you know, watching your girl fuck another guy, you're getting like the best of the, the both worlds, right? Because you like both men and women. I'm wondering if there's always that kind of bisexual aspect to the person that wants to be the cuckold, whether it's a woman or a man, right? Do you think? Is that, I mean, because you're in these forums and you've been, you know, involved in that whole world. Yeah, I've chatted with people online and it's, it's common, but it's not absolute. There are a lot of guys that are, I think, into cuckolding or being cuckolded. Maybe they don't consider themselves cuckold, but they're into their wife fucking other people. Right. And, and I talked to, well, I met a couple once and when I was single and and i after my girlfriend and i had broken up that i had had some experience with couples and i was a single man and there were straight threesomes or straight up threesomes or there was one couple i met where i went out for drinks with them we went back to their apartment and she and i started playing around and and i fucked her in their bed and the guy just kind of came and went and He's in the room. He's out of the room. He, you know, he's doing whatever he's doing. Yeah. The wife and I, the wife and I fuck. I came inside her, and then I pulled off, and then he went down on her and started licking, licking the cum. And he wasn't by at all, but he was. Then I, he told me later he's just so devoted to her that he and he was a real masculine, you know, man's man. Yeah. But uh, he would do anything for her. He's just totally devoted to her, and she liked that, and so she he would do whatever she asked him to do, and. Was he, he devoted really to seem... her in like a submissive way or meaning like he was just into like she was so into that and wanted him to do it. So he was like, I'll do it for you because that's what you like. But he, it wasn't necessarily his thing because he wasn't. Bothered. There wasn't there. He didn't. It wasn't really submissive. And for, when right. I was there, uh-huh. they really didn't communicate about it. I mean, this was what they like to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, we went we went back to their apartment knowing that I was going to fuck her. 
And they never talked about it. You know, there's never any communication about she and I are going to do this and he's going to clean her up afterwards. It's just that's that was their thing that she didn't have to tell him that she didn't have to be dominant over him. After we fucked, he went down on her. Right. He wasn't interested. He obviously wasn't interested in a by play with me. He, you know, he didn't get that close to me. He was in right, the room. Yeah. He was, you know, on the bed next to me. But, you know, there's no, no attempt to touch me or be with me. Right. It mm-hmm. was just. He loved watching her get fucked and he loved going down on her and licking her afterwards. Right. And now do you do, would you do that when you were with that girl and you had the threesomes? Considering you were bi, I would think that that would be something that you'd be into. You know, that's that I didn't very, really very much. That's the the interest in that has kind of grown over time. Uh She, she, one of the guys we were with, she, gave him a blowjob and then she kissed me and pushed all the cum in my mouth. And I get, I guess I, sometimes I get a little shy when a guy is going to come, but then I always appreciate it later. I'm glad if they come in my mouth or I taste the cum, I'm always glad later that I did. Right. And so there's times where I would taste cum out of her mouth. Well, about several times it was my own cum. I tasted out of her mouth, but a time or two, it was somebody else's cum. And then she talked about wanting me to clean up the guy after she and the other guy fucked. Yeah. But but I was a little bit nervous, hesitant to do that, and then we broke up not too long after that came up. So it was it was evolving to the where I would do the cleanup on both of them, but we didn't we didn't get that far before we broke up for other reasons. Right, right. And, but, then, and then afterwards, that just that thought just kind of really grew on me, and and I was like, and I really regretted that I missed out on that opportunity. Yeah, because with her, I mean, you could really let your freak flag fly and do all that stuff with her, right? And then so after that, you eventually meet your wife and then you get into this like normal monogamous hetero relationship. Yes. And so yeah, I, I, what were you going to say? I, I, I dated a little bit and you know, it's and there was a lot of drama with different people. And so when I met my wife and things were not so dramatic with her. So I like that stability, even though the sex was vanilla, it was that our, our life together was a lot more stable than I'd had for a while. Right. And it was something you're like, this is the place where I want to hang my hat, right? That's the girl you want to marry, right? With the, right. the one without the drama. So yeah. how long into it? I mean, how long could, did you remain monogamous? Because like, you know, you go from like having threesomes and doing all this stuff and being, you know, to being in a, a mainstream kind of relationship like how long were you able to keep that up like eight years that's a long time yeah and what did you do to sort of satisfy your bi side did you just like porn and fantasies in your mind and like just jerking off to sort of scenarios or did you just put it aside yeah the porn and jerking off and then chatting online with people Right. Mm -hmm. And then so after eight years, what happens that you decide to go start hooking up again? I just felt like I wanted to uh, experience sucking a cock again. (laughs) But like, what did anything happen? Like, was it just building up over time? And, you know, did was like the sex with your relationship? Like, did any do you think that there was anything that happened around that same time that led to that or or what like because i would you know after eight years eight years is a long time you know yeah there was yeah i guess but by that time we'd had some accumulated baggage uh-huh. and, you know we'd been, been through some hard times and so in some ways i didn't feel as close to her as i had before 
Right. So you would feel like not as bad sort of doing it. Maybe four years in, you wouldn't have felt right doing it at that point. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, so what did you meet someone online? Like, you know, you, where did you find the person to the first guy to cheat on her? Was it a guy or, because I know that you said you did have women too, right? Just a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was I met a guy online. Right. And you started to live out like, I mean, you just started to be with guys. Like, you can't do the whole cuckold thing, right? Because your wife, your wife's not involved, right? So when you're with the guys, you're just with guys. And when you cheated on with, with her with women, you were just with women, right? Where would you meet the women? At their house. I'd meet them when... No, but I mean, um, like, would you meet them online, or were they oh, just women that you met at, like, work, and you fucked them, or, uh, like, you know? Online, online, through a dating app. Right, okay. So you put yourself on a dating app? Like, is it a dating app, or was it, like, a, like a Craigslist kind of a thing? Dating app. A dating app? While you're married, I, I, you, I, you put I, your I face? Looked, yeah, I looked on Craigslist, but I, did, I never met anybody through Craigslist. It's it was, hard to find the women that are on Craigslist, right? Yes. Yeah. That's and the and even through a dating app, because I want to be, I, I don't want to create drama, so I tell them up front that I'm married and looking discreetly. And, you know, 99% of them say, no, thanks, which is yeah, fine. But so I, I respect they don't want part of that. Yeah, of course. But so interesting that 1% says, yeah, well, I guess like maybe that 1% is like other married women or right. I mean, like, like, cause like, what did you find on the other end of like, you know, what woman says yes to that? It, are they, were they married women that were also looking for the same thing? No, they weren't. They were, interesting. they were, they were single, but they were. Um, their kids were grown and they kind of liked their, their independence in their life. So they were just happy to meet up with somebody and, and have fun and not have uh, the, the the drama or the complications. Right. And not be tight. Now, how long into your relationship with your wife did you like hook up with women? I know you said you just did it a couple times, but when did that start? That was like the nine years. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. So you, so now your wife, like you did say in your email, like my wife thinks I'm crazy uh, when you're talking about like the cuckolding fantasy. So it's obviously something that you've discussed with her. Yeah. I had told her early on that I'd be okay if she wanted to sleep with other guys too. And she didn't like that. And then I brought it up. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And, and imagine, you know, most people that are in kind of a vanilla relationship say something, you know, hear something like that. And it's like, this is nuts. Yeah. Because you jump from just like regular missionary to like, oh, I'd love to see you fuck some other guy. And she's like, where yeah. did that come from? I mean, she did know you did tell when did you did you, you told her early on that you were bi, right? But like a long time ago kind of thing. Yeah, it's just all kind of in the past sort of experimental things. What I just des- way I described it. Right. And so I mean, it's kind, kind of kind of couched it that way, just to kind of see how test the waters and see yeah. how she would react. And, how did she react? Yeah, she wasn't a turn on for her. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so when do you bring up like, oh, why? Like, is it just in a conversation while you guys are fooling around? Like, I'd love to see you with somebody else or just you bring it up like out of the blue like i mean how does that conversation about you wanting to see her or you wouldn't mind her to be with other guys come up boy that's a good question that's kind of a blur i don't remember exactly how that's come up but, but you uh, threw it out there and she was like no way 
Yeah, I've thrown it out there. I threw it out a long time, long ago, and then in the last couple of years, I've thrown it out more often. Right. Se- several times, and we, you know, and and I think she had a typical reaction that she was for for a lot of women. She was angry, upset, hurt, freaked out by it, and then you know, over time, she, she can articulate a little bit more about why she was uncomfortable with it. Right. And what did she say? Is it? Because, I mean, why she was uncomfortable? Because did she explain? What did she say? Yeah, that uh, you know, she has sex when there's an emotional connection. So just having another guy wouldn't have that kind of connection. So it's hard for her to get into sex without that kind of connection. Right. Or that she she's afraid that uh, it would come between us that that I would get jealous or upset if it actually happened and and it would come between us. Right. When she doesn't realize that it would definitely not come between us. Does she know between you guys? Right. Does she know about the other relationship and the threesomes with that woman? I'm assuming not. Yes, she does. Oh, she does. So she knows that you were with that other woman and you watched her have sex. Did she know that it was a real turn on for you? Yes. She does. Yeah. Hmm. How did she react to that? She's skeptical that it would really work out. She'd say something like, well, that relationship didn't work out. You know, you guys broke up. Right. Well, so she, for, yeah. For, for I think that that's a, but I do think that that's a very real fear. And I understand that, right? Because it's like too, you know, you could, everyone could say in theory that this would be really great. Right. But like, not in theory, like, you know, people could say that, but would it really actually work? You know, I think like, I get why she would be nervous about that. Right. I mean, you guys are married a really long time to bring something like that into your relationship. You know, I know because I know enough about this and I've heard enough couples that have done it and crossed over. And I think just because of what you're really into, like you would be totally like, wouldn't you be totally fine? You, it would be like a plus to see her with another guy, like no jealousy whatsoever. Right. I think I might have a little bit of jealousy. Really? And, and she's challenged me on that. Like, don't you be jealous? I think, well, OK, maybe. I, yeah. But I think I'll be really turned on. That uh, right, the, that's uh, part of it. The arousal right? would would override the jealousy, but in some ways, the jealousy, having a little bit of jealousy, is part of it. Would be part of the turn on. Right, isn't that the whole cuckold thing? That's a part of it, right? Yeah. Right. So, um, does she know that the word cuckold and what that's all about, and and that's what you're proposing? <laughs> like, she, I, she, I don't think she appreciates like the cuckold fetish, especially as you see it portrayed online or discussed online. I mean, she knows the word. I don't really use that word so much with her, but I have a few times. Right. Now, just listen, I think it's like interesting that she like at least has these conversations with you, right? She's not that vanilla that she's like, oh, you would just get, I don't know, when someone says like you would get jealous, like, I don't know, like that's like some part of her has gone down the road to actually think it might happen. Do you know what I mean? For her to think that, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I do. I mean, the fact that we can have a conversation and then we will talk about it and then given some time, we'll have a conversation and then she'll have different things to say about it. Tells yeah. me she's thinking about it. Yeah. That's what I mean. Even, like, if, even if she's overall not in favor of it, she, she's given it some thought. 
Yeah, maybe there's because like to me, somebody that it was a definite no, they would be like, no fucking way. I would never do that. That wouldn't turn me on. That would actually freak me out. Like I would never want to, you know, I don't want you to watch me. That like is gross. You know, like they wouldn't say like to say like you'd be jealous and you, you know, like that's like that's like thinking further into it. And I just feel like if you're saying things like that, it just, it means that maybe some part of you has thought of it. Like you said, and like you said, even every time you talk to her, it's like, she's thought of it a little bit more, you know, she might have more of a freak flag than you know. Right. Do you think she might? I think a lot of people that are really vanilla do have a freak flag, but I don't think they admit it. To themselves yeah, and or to I others. Think, right. But I think her saying like you would be jealous and like it, and you when you say but it happened with that relationship, but that one didn't work out. Like I think like it's it's fear, you know, and holding her back. You know, I think if you really let her, I think she would have to feel more secure about it, you know, that you wouldn't. And I and I think, listen, I think that that's the problem with a lot of people, you know, not letting their freak flag fly because they're afraid of judgment or afraid of backlash or afraid of like showing that side and then like their partner being you know, turned off even if they act like that's what they want. You know, because sometimes that does happen, right? Sometimes yeah. you do sort of do something. We, I've, I love a swingers story that's gone awry, you know. <laughs> I've had those. And, and, and I'm sure there are cuckold couple stories that go awry. That... For sure. A lot of times they do, you know. So there's a, a like, you know, it's not like uh, odd that she's a, a, a fearful of that, you know, and, and you guys are talking about it. And I think that that's good. But I feel like the fact that you're talking about it, there is a chance that two years from now, you guys can be doing this. Have you ever got her to try like to be less vanilla just with you and her, like maybe role playing the situation or like dirty talk about another guy, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Not, yeah, not much, a little bit, we, a little, we don't even do much dirty talk with each other. I don't, she's, I just don't think she's that comfortable. And so I don't do it very much because I feel like she's uncomfortable. Uh-huh. We do it a little bit, not a lot. Um, role play. No, it's, I've, I've never really figured out role play and she hasn't either. We've tried role play. It just seems kind of cheesy and we just kind of start laughing and like, this is really silly. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh-huh. Um, but so, but where are you at with her? Like, I mean, because this is like, I mean, you use the word like obsession, right? And, and as far as like being bi, right? So like you have like this large side of like your life, you know, and it is, you say an obsession, right? So how do you feel like you could stay in your marriage and sort of continue the secret life like does it feel is it like is it a, a problem that you know you can't sort of meld them two together or is it fine for you to be having this secret life the it's it's hard i i don't know what the long-term solution is right um, I, I, it's something I, I i wrestle with a lot mm-hmm. um i mean the buy part is it's kind of fun is, it seems kind of like kinky fun to me. It's not uh, it's, the, the cuckolding is more of an obsession. Just the cuckolding is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
because it's like something that you haven't sort of had in a really long time that you did have, right? And you did really like it. Yeah. And the times I was with couples and I was with the wife and the guy and the husbands there, that was amazing. As so, well. Yeah, actually, yeah, both roles, just the whole thing, the whole scene is just so erotic to me. Right. Have you ever asked your wife if she's bi or anything like that? Have you guys discussed that? Yeah, we've talked about that. She's she's not. She has no interest in women. Not at all. No. Right. How old your How old are you guys? Around fifty. And your wife? Same. The same. And now is she like? Is her sex drive still the same? Is she all good? Like with that? How's your guys' sex life? I know you said it's vanilla. Do you guys still have a good sex life? You know, even though it's sort of. Quote, not unquote. as much as we used to. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's it's not as it's not that frequent anymore, and it's you know, maybe maybe reflect our age as much as anything, right? And also, having kids and that's you know it takes a lot of time and energy. Yeah, totally. Please. Um, and so, do you still see? Have you? Are you seeing any guys right now? No. No. When was the last time you were with a guy? I don't know. A, month, a few months ago. A few months ago. And what about a woman? Well, that's been a year, maybe. Let me ask you this. Have you met any couples to do the whole cuckolding thing on that end? Like, because if you said, you know, like, have you been able to do that while you've been married? I mean, not that like, that's a solution. People would think I'm so terrible to forcing you to cheat you mean, on your wife in that scenario. You mean for me to be the bull? Yeah. Oh, I've talked to some couples through through Craigslist or some, or some other sites, but uh, nothing's really worked out. It's kind of complicated being married and... You have to arrange three schedules and, and. Right. And yeah. now when you say the bull, like I forget, right? Because there's the whole cuckolding thing, because you did say you like it when you watch a guy, I guess you have to, you don't want to be the bull, right? Well, I have been and I, I, pref- and I like fucking, but I'm kind of more drawn to the cuckold role. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to get your wife to do it I, I don't you have you ever you said like she, every time you've talked to her she's sort of brought things up or said new things has there ever been anything else she said that was like a little bit of a maybe an opening well we've we've gone to a, a topless beach and we've talked about people at bars wondering if they're swingers and things like that so it's you know that's kind of opening conversation a little bit to an alternative lifestyle oh that's good don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's, it's kind of fun to talk about it, but you know, that's, that's all it's been is talk, but it's, at least it's a, it's a conversation. Right. Yeah. You're going to have to get your late because how else would you be able to do a cuckold? It has to be with your wife. Right. And are right. the chat rooms just not doing it for you anymore? Not, not really. It's uh, you know, at some point, I guess I feel like enough talk, enough thinking about it. I want to try to experience it. Right. Now, does she ask you, like, you know, does she, has she ever questioned your bisexuality and, like, whether you're still bi or, like, does she ever wonder if you ha- still have desires for guys or, like, was that something that after that first conversation you made it seem about your past she's just never brought up? Yeah, it's never really come up again. Or, or, or it, well, it's, 
not where she's quite asked me, but she's just, you know, made some comments at some time, a time or two, or talking about somebody being straight or something like that. And she's like, well, you're, you're not exactly the most straight person in the world. Right. And, and I say, yeah, you're right. Now, when it, when the whole cuckold thing has come up, has she ever said that she wouldn't want to see you with another guy? Like, does she worry that that aspect maybe of it wouldn't be okay with her? Yeah, we haven't really talked about that part of it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I think she's, well, I guess one comment she's made is that she, although without, in regards to the cuckolding, she's not sure she would want to see me in that role. Or, or I, guess, I think she was alluding to the, she wouldn't want to see me humiliated or emasculated. Right. That and, would also, be a, I, right. and she also made a comment once that if, if she did cuckold me, she's not sure she would ever see me the same way again. Yeah, see, this, these which are the things. Which, uh-huh. that's, it's a fair comment. Yeah, these are, I think, the things that come that that come up for people. I mean, it is very fair. You could understand that, right? For her as a woman, what she, you know, sort of sees as sexy, like that could really change if she sees you in a certain way. That It's like, it's, so it's a hard thing, right? Because here you are married to somebody and you, and this is why a lot of cheating goes down, right? Because... People are together and they have most of their lives work, you know, every, probably everything else with your wife, I'm assuming, is okay, like, as far as your relationship is concerned? Or are you like my last caller who was like, <laughs> couldn't, I don't know, like, when I, some more I talked to him, I realized, like, oh, he doesn't even like his wife. Like, I thought it was just like the sex was an issue. Yeah, I, I heard that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not, and the guy that would cheat with escorts. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not in that same that situation. My wife and I are still really good friends, and we do a lot of things together and enjoy right. each other's company, enjoy the same activities. It's just the sex is really vanilla. Yeah, that's and, the, that's and, the and problem. A, and I've got this this kink <laughs> that I can't seem to get rid of. Right, it's like an itch that needs to be scratched, and it's like, what are you gonna? How do you fulfill it unless you actually really do it? You know, and I think that that's yeah. a, that's the reason why a lot of people do cheat because they are in situations like you, like you and your wife have like a, a life together, right? And in every area it works except this one. And so right. w- what's the compromise or what's the fix? You know, it's either you find a situation outside of your marriage that would work, that would, that you could fulfill that cuckolding where you would have to, this is how it could work. <laughs> you would have to go and get a girl friend on the side like a girl right and then she <sighs> could bring in a guy and you could cuckold that way would that work <laughs> yeah yeah it would right uh, yeah theoretically but it's you know it's that's how, how do you find that unicorn it's like well, listen, i'm married you're gonna i want to have... fool around with you on, on well, discreetly yeah but then i want to be your cuckold too so i hope you're attracted to me well, but then i want you to have sex gr- with somebody else well you know what where is <laughs> Listen, okay, you found some things already in, in talking to you. You found the, the shit has happened to you that most people don't find. So you never know. You found that one girl. Where's that girl that you used to fuck and have threesomes with? Where is she? Well, she's still out there. Yeah, well, 
You know, listen, I I always feel like when people are listening to me give advice like this, it's like I, they're like, oh, my God, you're such a fucking horrible person, Kathy, because like, you know, your wife would like hate me if she heard what I'm telling you. You know, I'm like trying to hook you up to do like terrible things behind your back and giving you ideas. But I mean, like, what else is the solution? You know, you either have to really work on your wife and you have to figure out some sort of compromise right that works between you guys I don't know I think personally that you you have your wife now talking about like in bars looking at like other people are they swingers you're going to topless beaches like these things this is I think is is good right it's like you're moving forward maybe slowly but I've had other couples on here that were where you're uh, and then, you know, we're later uh, cuckolding and doing all that stuff. Like, it could happen. Like, seriously. Um, you just have to keep pushing her slowly and, and getting her more comfortable. Are you concerned with any of the things that she said? Like, do you have concerns about it? Like, if it actually happened in your relationship, are you worried it could ruin your relationship? She said she might if she's going to have sex with somebody, she might find that she lo- loves him more than she loves me. And I could see that happening. Please. I'm not, How? I'm not so con- Through one I, night of having sex. She's that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. What do you mean? <laughs> well, she could lust well, him she, more than not, you, she's, but she's not, not gonna, love. Well, I think if for, to get to that time where she would have sex, I think she'd have to have a lot of connection with him and be really interested in him. And I think she would, Okay, this is this is something she had said to me that she yeah. thinks if she was with somebody else that she might might decide she wants to be with him instead of me. Right. So she's worried yeah. about she doesn't trust herself. Yeah, she's yeah, she I think she's coming back to that emotional attachment to somebody she's having sex with. Right. She'd have to be emotionally attached to the person. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's it. And now you can never sort of you can never let her know about your like if if she ever was like open to the cuckolding thing, would you want to bring in the bisexual thing with her again? Or would that be something you'd always keep on the down low? I'd have to see how it goes. I'd like to bring it in. Right. But but, you know, this first step is a huge step. So, you know, I see how it goes after we, we do the first step. Yeah. Well, when you're so you don't do dirty talk because like can't you do like the whole cuckold fantasy like in like pretend, you know what I mean? Like as a fantasy but spoken out loud while you guys are like having sex. We could try that. That that is a that is a good idea. That's a, that's a good compromise as you're suggesting or is asking, well, what's the compromise? That that is a possibility. I've never really tried it. It's a little it's a little, little bit uncomfortable with her, but uh yeah, but you—that's okay. You could, that could become comfortable after you just, you know, it's uncomfortable because you haven't done it. But if you try and do it, and then and then see, you know, she needs to see like if she's turned on by this. Like she might be surprised that those the those words that you're saying in the scenario that you're painting for her is something that she's really interested in. That's where you have to go. Yeah. It, it- you're right. It's hard to tell, you know, where, where it would go. She might be surprised. Uh, she might be surprised at how much I'm turned on by it. 
Right. But you might be surprised that she's turned on by it. She <laughs> might be surprised <laughs> that she's turned on by it. Do you know what I'm saying? You're right. Yeah. Seriously. I've heard it many times on my show that like they didn't realize that people didn't realize that that's something that they were into until it happened. And they would have bet for a hundred like dollars. They would that would be, they would have been jealous. They would have not been into seriously. And then, and they wound up being totally into it. So you need to just start painting that picture for her while you're fooling around, sort of talking about it. Right. How does that sound? That's a great idea. Don't you think? And yeah. see how turned on she gets. And let me tell you, don't just try it once. She might get freaked out the first time, but like you have to go slowly with that too. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Go slowly with it and bring that up and then, you know, and see and work work it into your sex life. And, you know, it may revive your sex life because it's a safe yeah. way to do it, you know? And don't let her, like, let her think, like, let her know, like, don't let her think that this is you, you know, sort of working her into actually doing it in real life. Like, sort of make it like, like, let's just do this instead. Like, we don't ever have to do it. Let's do this, you know? Because, listen, if she's into it, right, and you could get her into it, just the fantasy and the talking, eventually, after doing that for a while, she's going to want to do it in real life. Just like you have that itch that needs to be scratched. She'll eventually have that too. Right. But don't yeah, put that pressure right. on her. Right. Just plant the seed and let it. Yeah. Let her, yeah. Let it, let her get to the point where she's telling you she's going to go find somebody cause she wants it, you know, but <laughs> for now, let her tell her like, listen, this is like, I don't know what you what you say when you bring up this situation, but if like you could say to her, like, listen, this is something that I'm really into and I and it you know, if you we can't do it in real life, like I totally respect how you feel and that's totally cool. Can we like, you know, do it like it as a fantasy? Like live it you know? Or you could just start talking about it while you're together. I don't know how you're how, what the best way to do it is with your wife, you know? How, but you know, if you can talk about it and say it, I would put it that way. Like, listen, it's fine if you don't want to do it, but let's live it out like just as a fantasy. It's safe, you know. Yeah, and you said something important that when you said that I should tell her I respect how she feels. I probably haven't given her enough affirmation that I respect how she feels. Yeah. Even though, even when she's not into what I'm into, I still res- I do respect that you know where she is. Yeah, you let her know that. That'll make her feel safe. What it is is you have to make her feel really safe and feel, you know, that like what she, all her reservations and stuff and all of it. Because like like when she says, oh, I might like the other guy, it's like a part of her. It's like it's all trust and it's a part of her doesn't even trust herself. She doesn't trust yeah. you. It's like a whole scary situation. She doesn't know what she's going to, what would happen to her. She doesn't know what you would do. So it's a lot of fear and you have to make her feel comfortable. So I think the best way for you guys to play out the fantasy right now instead of jumping in with somebody else is just playing that together. That's what I meant by role play, right? Role play is like, listen, role play in this situation is just you and her being you and her. So there's no roles, right? Like you're being yourself, right? The only thing you're adding in is that third person, right? Yeah, that makes sense. 
I've, I've never really tried role play with anybody. And when you bring up role play, I just imagine, you know, yeah, the, you're not you know, like, dressing up in a, in a doctor and patient costume. Yeah, and like, oh, no. yeah, it's, uh, then it's just totally cheesy. No, that's not what I meant. I meant like role playing, like the, the scenario that you want. Right. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. You're you. She's her. That's the that's what you want. Right. The only thing you're creating is like this fictitious third person there. And you yeah. could just make that up as you go. That's a fantasy, right? Does your wife have a good imagination? Yeah, not just. Okay, yeah, so but you not, got not it. She expresses it sexually. She doesn't express it sexually. That's okay. So that's good. Let her be quiet because you know what the situation is because you've done it before, right? So you you're going to guide the whole thing. Let her be quiet and let her enjoy herself. Like because the the you you don't want her to feel comfortable because that's going to block her from getting turned on. You know. So right. you do all the work. You do the whole, you go online, you find some cuckold fantasies that you could, you know. I'm sure if you Google, like, like the just the dirty talk, you know, cuckold dirty talk, you know, get, get, a, get the lingo going. I'm sure you could do it, you know, and just uh, talk about what you would want to happen, right? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. And let and see what happens. Like I said, I don't know if you bring it up in the middle of fooling around one day or if you tell her like, hey, babe, like, do you would you tr be into doing this? Like one time when we're fooling around, like just doing it as a fantasy, like that would be, you know, that like I said, that's the good compromise like that protects her and, you know, goes for her wishes and it. But it also helps you. Yeah, good point. You know, so if she says no, that's bullshit because it's really like the most it's really fair for both of you, I think. Don't you think? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So you need to try that. That's like homework. <laughs> We're wrapping this up. That's homework. You could do it. Yeah, I can. Can you do me it's a favor idea. and do that like like ASAP and then we could just do a quick follow up or you could just tell me what happened and I could let people know because I'm curious to see. Like what happens? Okay, I'll do that. Okay, so keep me posted. Go back to your wife and do that. I say I don't know. I think in two years you guys can be with other people. I think she's got my prediction, and this is what I want to know if I'm right. My prediction is, is she, at first, the first time she might be a little leery about it. I don't know, but I think she's gonna. You're gonna find that she likes it. We'll, we'll see. I'll try it. Okay. You might be right. You, I, you might be right. Yeah. Try it and let me know. And then you're going to have to keep me posted. But I want the, I, I want to know like right after the first time, like what happens, you know? So let okay. me know. All right. Thanks okay. so much for sure. calling in, Dave. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Keep me posted. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.